Welcome to the Rising Phoenix Rise, Recover and Rebuild podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer DeMuri, founder of Create Again, Breakup, Mindset and Life Coaching. A large number of people are either thinking about separating, are in the middle of a separation or are already divorced. Chances are that you're in one of those categories and if not, know someone that is. While separation and divorce is a normal part of life, there's still a stigma attached and no one really talks about what it is like to go through this experience and even less what to do to rebuild yourself. I will be interviewing mothers and business owners, lawyers and a variety of other people I believe can provide some tips and insight into their lives and I'm certain you will be able to relate to some of it. If you feel that anything in today's episode resonates with you, make sure to book your 30-minute complimentary session with me today. I would love the opportunity to be part of your rebuilding journey. But now let's get started with today's guest. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me today. I am extremely excited to be welcoming my first guest on the Rising Phoenix podcast today. And my very first guest is Christy Hunter. She's a creative entrepreneur, the owner of a successful boutique marketing and brand agency in Brisbane, and is a very proud and hands-on solo parent of 13-year-old twin boys. Her life is very full and a constant juggling act. She freely admits that she never gets the balance quite right, but she'll die trying. Christy has always been a strong and independent woman, but going through a divorce changed her and children's lives forever. After nearly five years since her divorce, she's still going through the journey of self-discovery and personal development. She is striving to be the best version of herself, not just for her sake, but for those closest to her and believes the best years of her life are yet to come. I first met Christy at a Zoom networking event in 2020 and was drawn to her. I had just started with the initial planning of Create Again and knew I wanted a professional marketing agency to look after my marketing plan and reached out to her. We really hit it off and through our conversations, I found out that Christy herself would have been my ideal client when she went on her journey. Besides her now being um, one of the biggest supporters in my business in many areas, especially the marketing process, we connected and um, she connected me also with her amazing team. But the best thing is that we now also became friends and I would say she's one of my biggest cheerleaders when it comes to my business. I'm extremely grateful for this friendship and also extremely grateful to have her with me today and welcome her as my very first guest on the Rising Phoenix podcast. Welcome, Christy. Oh, thank you, Jen. What a lovely intro. <laughs> that made me feel really good. <laughs> it was so lovely. Thank you so much. I feel very welcome. Yeah, thank you for coming today. Um, yeah, when I obviously started talking about this podcast for the very first time, I just knew I wanted you on here. And um, as I said, I'm so grateful that you agreed to be my very first interviewed guest. So thank you. Oh, absolute pleasure. You know me, if I can help you in any way I can, then I will jump. Yes. <laughs> and I just thought it would be fun to do with you anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. So I guess let's get started straight away. Um, so... As per the intro, um, it has been about five years since your divorce. Now, how did it all come about? What were some of the factors that led to the separation? Mm. Well, look, um, I think it goes back to the fact that we were together very, very young. 
we were kind of high school sweethearts and then you know just naturally just progressed and, and thought well we're gonna be together forever so we got married really young even though I didn't want to have kids um, early on um, I, at that point I just knew that I wanted to be with him forever um, and I think there was a le level of um, maybe immaturity I mean as much as we thought mm. we were really mature at the time um, and you know just I suppose not experiencing life in a lot of ways you know so it was certainly our parents were like are you sure uh, we had their support we probably didn't have them saying look this is how it might be <laughs> if you did get married so young so I think looking back um, you know not that I place blame anywhere but I think I would have loved for my parents to go you know what this is what it you know is <laughs> these are the challenges um you know and and be realistic about you know what marriage is all about uh, mm. i think i had you know being 18 when i got engaged i had this fairy tale thing in my head yeah. um so that played a huge part uh and then just over the years we became different people and you know he was on his path with his career and I was in this creative world where, you know, things were a little bit looser. He was a bit more traditional. And I just started to realise that our personalities were, yeah, just a little bit different. Um, and what we wanted out of life was a little bit different. Um, I knew that I wanted to have kids. And I thought, well, you know what, like, let's just continue on this path. Um, and then that was a struggle. We, we went through IVF. Um, I was 27, 28, and we'd been trying for a year or two. And, mm -hmm. and it just was very hard on me. At the time, I just was going through the motions of it because um, I've always just been this strong person and uh, not overly emotional, I would say, either. Um, so I was like, this is what I want to do, and you just got to go through what you need to to, to get to where we want to be and that was obviously me as a mum and him as a father and um we ended up uh having twin boys and then again that was just a struggle like newborn twins um mm. you know my life was kind of turned upside down going through you know, having a, a career and then you know I wanted to spend at least two years at home because I wanted to have that quality time with them but then I felt like I left you know kind of lost my sense of self mm. in there as well and our connection then diminished mm. as well you know we were just in that whole what do we need to do next like how do, we were in kind of survival mode you know like yeah. he was the breadwinner he wanted to make sure he was providing i was just always at home like in that whole okay well we've got a routine of you know they will wake up we change nappies we have a play they nap so it was this ongoing cycle of like oh my god what, what is this life now yeah. for me and I missed that human contact that adult contact of you know being at work and using my brain and so there was so much going on and um you know I think he thought he knew but like he would he's not experiencing it he didn't experience it so you don't really have an idea of of what you know the you know, your partner's going through yeah. when that happens. Um, so a lot going on with all of that. And uh, we did get to a point where, um, you know, I was like, okay, I can get some of my life back. I started going to the gym. I got a part-time job. That was great, but still felt like I was doing so much at home, you know. Um, 
and I felt like I didn't have a life outside of my my family um so again there was challenges around well like I wanted to go out on a weekend because I hadn't done anything for you know a week um and so he used to kind of kind of rein me back in and go no it's family time we've got to spend time with the children on the weekend because he hadn't really seen them all week but in reality I think looking back I you know there's probably things that I would have tried to be um I don't know a bit clearer on about what I wanted and needed and um yeah it just I think it just got worse from there really um the communication at the time I thought I was communicating things uh, I, I suppose he thought he was as well but yeah, I think in reality we held a lot in because of you know that feeling of fear you know what yep. would that person think or do or you know what would it mean for our relationship so yeah so many things in there um and oh plus a couple of redundancies in there as well <laughs> for me you know going back to work and and being made redundant so lots of stressful things over hmm. you know a good five years or so hmm. um and yeah just a really challenging time for me um and him as well no doubt about it you know I think he tried to you know work a lot just to make sure that he was doing his best for us and but also just forgetting about me yeah. in there um you know I would make a huge effort in trying to have date nights and, and things like that but he would just go, you know what, I can't be bothered, I'm tired. Um, and there was a, a bit of passive aggression from his end and, um, you know, some nasty things here and there, like in terms of, you know, words he'd use. And um, I would make an effort, you know, try to buy him gifts or little things on the weekend. I knew he'd, you know, liked a couple of, you know, um, sweets and foods, you know, things that he used to like. I used to like, well, that's an easy thing to kind of, you know, buy and then bring home mm. and make him happy and, you know, he'd be like, okay, thanks. And it was never kind of reciprocated, you know. Mm. Um, so I kind of felt like I was doing a lot, putting a lot of the effort in and not really getting anything back. Uh, so, yeah, just lots and lots of things mm. <laughs> over time, you know, over the 20 years that we were together anyway. Yeah. And um, you were saying earlier um, as well, like holding back and during communication. So sometimes you just didn't mm. voice what what you mm. wanted or what you needed. And I hear that a lot with my clients as well. That is mm. probably one of the biggest factors, not really communicating and being really scared of communicating something because you feel like you may be stepping on the other person's toes while you put your own needs on a back burner, which are as important mm. as the other person's needs. Yeah, and I think for me, it's, you know, I got to the point where I got sick of, excuse me, trying um, mm. because I would try to communicate things and nothing would ever change. Mm. Um, and, and maybe it was how to communicating. I think that's the thing. I don't know if I had the skills mm. to work out, well, what, how can I broach this thing? in a mm. diplomatic way or a way that he will understand rather than him thinking that I'm just attacking him. Yeah. So that's probably the biggest things that I've learned since separation mm. that you, I've got to work on myself and how I communicate uh, effectively. So the other person understands, um, or I could put myself in their shoes and, you know, and think, well, how would they feel if I said mm. this thing? Uh, so, yeah, I think I could have potentially worked on that stuff a little mm. bit better. Um, but, you know, I think we would have ended up being in the same place, yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And you know, sometimes, um, as I like to say, things are meant to be in a certain way. People are meant to be in your life for a certain time to teach you a particular lesson mm. or, you know, get mm. to where you are meant to be today. So um, as sad as it sometimes is that a relationship breaks down, I do strongly believe that there's a particular reason for it and it teaches us a lot. Absolutely. I yeah. agree. Yeah. And you just touched on that a little bit in terms of um, some takeaways that um, you have made following the separation or following the relationship. What are sort of your biggest takeouts that you, yeah, that you have taken from this relationship into your future relationships or even friendships? Yeah, I, I do think it's that communication aspect but also um patience <laughs> um kind of sitting back and just listening to that other person and what their needs are and i guess understanding them as a person mm. better um i think we're all really quick to kind of talk about ourselves and um yeah just kind of i guess put ourselves first um a lot of the time but in any good relationship, it needs to go both ways. You know, you need to put the effort in and make sure that you're understanding, you know, the needs of your friend, your partner, your son, understand where, they, where they're sitting in the world. Yeah. And I think once you do that and really listen and take in what they're saying, you know, that, it, that just makes everything a little bit different, I think, you know, in how you respond and behave um you know in moving forward in in a relationship with whoever you know communicating with i think that's really key to have a fantastic relationship is having the ability to be empathetic yeah yeah oh i absolutely agree and especially that component um that you were talking about in mm. you know we are all putting our own needs first and to a degree that is absolutely important to put your own needs mm -hmm. first but on the other hand, the other person is trying to do exactly the same thing. They're trying to put their needs right. first and mm -hmm. their needs that they want to put first are not necessarily the ones that you want to put first. So mm -hmm. you are coming together as two separate individuals into this relationship. So, you know, yes, there, there might need to be compromises made and you can only really understand if you communicate properly and effectively and really listen and what what do they say you have two ears and one mouth so you know um mm. there's a reason for that you can listen with two ears so um absolutely yeah i, th I think that's that's a very important takeaway so thank you for that that's okay um now i think what i would really like to know is um what sort of helped you through the separation? What was most helpful in terms of, I don't know, support or um, what helped you learn those lessons a little bit more following the separation? Well, I think firstly, I had a core group of really close friends who helped me from the beginning of the separation. Um, I had a workmate um who was just she would just drop everything for me um and she was oh gosh she she was young at the time but the fact that she kind of understood to a degree um and just kind of stepped in and went you know what i'll help you move i'll you know i'll do all these things you know get you where you need to be 
um, a place where you're, you know, you're feeling, you know, comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brother, <laughs> my younger brother, uh, who was kind of in, well, I wouldn't say involved, but my ex involved him because he kind of placed blame on my brother mm. um, with some of it. Um, yeah, um, but I think he thought my my brother knew everything and encouraged me to leave and all that kind of things. Mm. So because my brother was there, um, he was obviously there supporting me and, and we're really close, so... He was always going to be there for yeah. me, which was lovely. And we ended up moving out together and we still lived together after five years. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it just works. Um, <laughs> we understand each other really well. And um, another uh, friend of mine who was a, um, I went to high school with him, um, we actually dated for two months in year nine. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> he's married, he's got a beautiful family. I love yeah. him to bits, but he again was just uh, just incredible for mm. me helped me move and would you know call me and you know I would cry and he'd listen yeah. and um a couple of other people as well um that I'm actually not really close with now but um it's interesting how things progress yeah over time um but yeah and my family were good um but I, again, I don't think they really understood what I was going through. Mm. Um, and I probably didn't sh- always show it either. I think I mm. internalized a lot. And again, it, I think it just comes back to me feeling like I'm a strong, independent woman mm. and I don't need all these people dropping their lives for me. Mm. And I've kind of felt bad if they had to do that as well. Um, so, But I think what I did learn is that, you know, you need to ask for help, Um, you know, and uh, I still struggle with that, actually, (laughs) asking for help. (laughs) I'm learning. Uh, uh, Particularly my my partner, he's, he just like, I'm not going to ask for anymore. I'm just going to do that thing for you. (laughs) So, uh, because I know you won't ask. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, it was it was a challenging time, that's for sure. And I think having those those people supporting me was amazing. Um, but I will say I did a lot of it on my own as mm. well. Yeah, yeah. And I can relate to that. I mean, I had amazing people in my life uh, that helped me through it and some are still part of it and some are unfortunately not. But again, that is yeah. the circle of life sometimes. But yeah, I had to do a yeah. lot on my own. Yeah, and I think that that's changed me as a person mm. as well. Like over the last five years, it, where I was in that separation and divorce to where I am now, mm. significantly changed as a person and have worked out well, what do I actually want out of my life? Yeah. Who do I actually want to be surrounding myself with? Who's, you know, who can I give value to and vice versa? Yeah. Um, and if you kind of don't fit into that, well, so be it, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. It sounds a bit harsh, but but I think life is 
too short to you know have relationships that just don't work for whatever reason yeah and they do say you're the average of the five people that you surround yourself with so um and i do strongly believe that um times where i have surrounded myself with people that are not in alignment with where i want to go yeah um it's certainly changed my vibration and yeah yeah i can only agree with that so Yeah. yeah yeah beautiful um now is there any support that you would have really liked during that time i know that you said you you struggle asking for help um but is there anything in particular you think that could have helped you um work through certain things quicker or is there anything else yeah absolutely Uh, i think looking back on the whole you know when i was going through the legalities mm. of divorce and all of that with my family and lawyer, there should have been something in there that, that, you know, she could have gone, you know what, are you okay? Mm. Um, it was very clinical, mm. that whole experience for me. And I didn't, like, I felt supported knowing that, you know, she was trying to get the best deal for me, um, even though I walked away not getting the best deal. <laughs> I think if she had said, hey, we have these services that we can refer you to, um, such as a counsellor or someone that can help with your finances, you know, that kind of thing would have helped me massively Mm. um, because I was kind of out on my own working out, well, who do I go see to get support and the people that I did see or businesses that I thought were going to be very beneficial just ended up being terrible experiences Mm. and I walked away going why why would I put myself through that again I didn't feel supported I felt attacked I felt Mm. like I I don't know what you know what they were trying to achieve out of the sessions yeah you know I I I, there was no I didn't feel like there was any compassion for me as a human and and because you know my my ex went into a really deep and dark depression and there was scary times mm. um thinking that he would yeah well who knows you know mm. right where that could have gone um so there was a lot of guilt there because yeah. i made the decision to leave and you know he wasn't coping and so i, I would go to the council these councillors and say look this is what's happening here i feel guilt you know Mm. so they kind of put it back on well are you being compassionate like towards him and what are you doing for him and I'm like what like this is not why I'm here it's like I'm here to tell you the the story yeah to you know talk about what's happening in my world but I want support I want to know what I need to do to get into a better place because there was certainly times where I was in dark places that and many people didn't know that yeah you know i just managed through like i would be walking around like a zombie and you know just going through life yeah and people didn't really know that i was in a really bad place yeah um because i'm like i'll just get through it yeah um so yeah i think definitely there's a lot of um yeah organizations out there that i would not recommend yeah <laughs> um to women going through this kind yeah. of thing 
Um, I think I said to you that if I had known, uh, you know, about coaches, you yeah. know, people that do what you do, yeah. that would be a much better fit for me. Yeah. Because there is that um, understanding and compassion and empathy and no judgment. I felt very judged mm. with these counsellors. Um, and then the other side of that is the financial stuff. I would absolutely would have loved support uh, or knowing what kind of path to take with my finances because mm. I got, you know, a little bit of money from that um, separation. But then I go, well, what do I do with it? And, uh, you know, soon after um, the divorce went through, I got made redundant again. Yeah. And so it was such a stressful time. Yeah. And I think having that support of like knowing what to do with my, my financial situation would be so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's why I do what I do because I pretty much offer and support all in all those areas that you were just mentioning. So, um, yeah. because yeah. of the feedback that I have received from people, but also going through my own journey, and um, yeah. next week's podcast episode is actually with Amy from Bespoke Family Lawyers. And she has a very holistic approach to the whole, you know, separation and divorce. So um, yeah. I wish there would be more family lawyers like her. So you should definitely listen mm. to that one as well. But I definitely will. Um, and I urge anyone <clears throat> who's going through separation just to... to make contact as soon as possible yeah. um and i'm not saying that by doing that you'd fast track you know your personal yeah. development or anything like that but they're just these people are so important you yeah. know to help you through yeah those hard times yeah um but yeah definitely i think it's an amazing thing that amy's doing all yeah. that and what you're you're doing yeah. you know you oh gosh it's needed <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I th and I think there are some really good takeaways from this as well. Um, you know, it's, it's important to get the right support, not just support oh, for the yes. sake of getting it. It's important to get the right support. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Now, um, one more question I have for you is how has started um, or how has starting your business helped you following your separation? I mean, you have talked about a fair bit of redundancy, so you must have been sick of the of the world of being employed. So, yeah, how has that helped you or yeah. how has that changed you? Yeah. Yeah, look, that has... Um, having my own business has changed me forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, um, you know, <clears throat> after the last um, corporate world disaster... <laughs> that I was in um I just was like you know what I can't handle this anymore what do I do with my life um and I, I was lucky at the time I had a friend who was a web developer and he had sold some marketing services and he's like oh I'm a little bit over my head with this do you want to kind of take over and I was like okay I'll give it a go so I started the freelancing world and Again, I was very, a bit apprehensive because I'm like, well, how do I turn this into a secure thing? You know, like financially, I'm, I'm doing this on my own, supporting my children, 
you know, is this going to work, you know? So I gave myself, like, you know, six months. And I'm like, well, look, I've got enough money there. If I need to kind of fall back on that, I can. Uh, I don't really want to be using up all of that money, but let's yeah. just see how this freelancing gig goes. And um, I got some referrals from some, like, an old boss and uh, it kind of just started to grow and I started to network a bit. I still didn't really know what my brand was. Yeah. Um, branding and marketing person because <laughs> um, I was in that whole you know what direction do I want to take and all of that kind of thing you know what was the work that I wanted to focus on I didn't realize that I wanted to create a brand and marketing agency at that point um, so that first year was test see what happens yeah. what do you like what don't you like um, and financially, it wasn't the most amazing year by any means. Always the first year in business yeah. is hard, like really, really hard. Um, but I, you know, was resilient and got through a lot of anxiety. <laughs> it was really tough. Like I felt yeah. really anxious for a long time. Um, and then, yeah, the, the second and third years have been a lot better. Well, this the third year going into my fourth is my most successful so I think knowing like that I can do this you know having the confidence now to do it and not having someone going you can't do it because I knew that I always wanted to do something while I was married but I think I said earlier that he he was a bit of a traditionalist uh, a bit more conservative and you've got to work hard have a career like a normal job and you'll be successful that's not the case yeah. at all. I always wanted to spread my wings and, and you know, do something, you know. Like I'd studied twice. I've got the qualifications. Like I've worked at the biggest ad agencies in Brisbane. I've worked on really big campaigns for, like, mm. international clients. Like I got to a point where I'm like, I can actually do this. I've, yeah. I've got all that behind me. Having the confidence to do that now, like I felt like in the marriage I was – kind of questioning that a little bit you know and um but yeah I felt like really held back and indirectly kind of controlled yeah. um I mean he would never say he controlled me but um it wasn't a conscious thing I'm sure but yeah. in reality I did feel controlled I, I didn't have the ability to build what I've built today so yeah lots of learnings yeah. along the way for sure and having my business has given me flexibility and a level of freedom uh yes i'm working long hours every now and then um but i have the ability to clock off whenever i want if i Mm. see that i'm having a you know i don't have meetings on a certain day i go right i'm going to the beach today yeah (laughs) so being my own boss in that sense my kids like that's super important for me having the ability to drop my kids off at school pick them up work do some homework with them in the afternoon help them study you know yeah. I, I will put my things aside in business to do that yeah. uh and so that there are a lot of the reasons why i'm i'm doing what i'm doing it's for them yeah. it's being there for them and creating a future for us yeah that is going to be amazing it already is amazing yeah. you know i'm grateful for what i have yeah. um but i definitely would not be here if i hadn't have gone through the separation and divorce yeah so yeah that's the reality of it yeah beautiful and um i can just say i think you're an amazing mom so if i'm only (laughs) 
gonna be quarter of a mom as you are, I'm just gonna be super excited about that. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I, I really do. Um, I, as a mum, most mums would, would would say the same. You just you try to do your best. You know, you just try your absolute best for your kids, and sometimes you don't feel like it's good enough. Um, but I will always strive to do my absolute best for my children. Beautiful. Well, that is everything that I wanted to ask you today. So um, first of all, thank you for that. But is there anything that you feel that I haven't touched on that you feel that you want to talk about or um, yeah, is there anything from you? Um, I mean, not so much, not really. It's, it's just, I think it's, um, I just would encourage women who are feeling a bit stuck or like a lot of us as uh, women, mums in particular, uh, we are so inc incredibly strong. Um, but I think if I can give any kind of advice, it would be just to let go of, of some of that sometimes and give yourself some grace to sit in your feelings, you know, and ask for help. Um, look at your life and go, where, where do I need support and reach out to a, a family member or a friend, or if it's a counselor or someone like, you know, yeah. yourself, Jan, um, yeah. or, you know, what do you need support financially? Like, I think we've, for me anyway, I felt like, I just always had to do things a certain way and I think I felt like I had to do everything and mm. it's just impossible to do that. Uh, so I, I would say, yeah, reach out and ask for help because, you know, you can't do everything. Yeah. It is a struggle and I, I, I would say that if I could improve or change anything about my situation, it would be just letting go, like... I'm a perfectionist <laughs> and uh, life isn't perfect. Nice. It just cannot be um, accepting uh, that there'll be challenges along the way. And I think that's um, something that I've learnt in the whole personal development stuff mm. is you're always going to be challenged by something in life, whether it's work, what your kids are going through, what a friend's going through finances, family, you know, what's going on with them, health things. I'm going through some stuff now with my parents. They're getting a bit older and they've got health things. It's like, well, just understand and accept yeah. that they're going to happen. It's going to always be there, yeah. but it's your approach to it. It's your attitude to, towards your life yeah. that is important. Mm. So beautifully said. Thank you. That was very powerful. <laughs> That's okay. And, you know, you've supported me and helped me through, you know, these challenging times. We recently had a session and, yep. you know, I was going through a few things at the time. And, yeah, I don't let myself cry often. Mm. And, you you know, those crying shower sessions are good. Yes, they are. They are. <laughs> um, but, but even, like, what you do really well is that you listen. You just listen and let people let it all out um you know sometimes that's all you need to do is just tell someone what you're going through 
to feel a bit better and that's what I would say that you do amazingly well in your sessions is you listen you ask the right questions and you're not forceful in your approach which is incredible thank you very much I really appreciate that (laughs) and yeah what what is important to me is that I do hold the space for my clients I do hold the space that they need to to be themselves it is hard enough to open up as it is so holding the space and being there for them is just one of the most important things for me Mm. all right Oh, you do it very, very well. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that is it for today. Again, thank you so much for being my first guest. I am so eternally grateful for you as a person, as my first guest, as a friend, as the person that helps me with my marketing for Create Again and being my biggest (laughs) cheerleader. So thank you very much. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a great time. Me too. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Christy. Again, such an amazing interview, such an amazing and strong woman. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. I strongly believe that there have been so many powerful messages in what you were saying And I so believe that all of you listeners out there can take away a fair bit from this episode. So thank you very much for listening in today. And I'm looking forward to having you with me next week. If you decide you would like to work with me or would like to know a little bit more about what I do, reach out via call or message and book your 30-minute complimentary breakthrough session either through my website, createagain.com.au my Instagram at createagain or on Facebook at createagaincoach. I also have a private Facebook group which provides a safe space and gives you the opportunity to connect with other people that have been through a similar journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends, like, comment and share. I'm so grateful that you have listened today and hope to welcome you back next week. Thank you.